question everything. <laughs> Welcome all you creeps to murder on the We're glad that you're back. <laughs> and welcome back to Murder on the 420 Express. My name is Lisa. This is Mandy. And today we will be talking about uh, Transylvanian Triangles and Dracula. Va, uh, 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 <laughs> Time uh, to uh, suck uh. your blood. All I think of is like All count. I think <laughs> is Count Dracula. <laughs> yeah. One little lonely bat, two little. <laughs> like on Sesame Street. <laughs> Three little lonely men. Oh, goodness. In case you don't know, uh, Lisa's got these really killer nails on right now. They're like seriously like Dracula teeth inspired. They're like maroon, burgundy, but like matte. And totally able to just like slice a little chunk out of your neck and get your blood going. That reminds me of what? With the nail? In interview with the vampire. Oh no, was that? Yeah, where was that? that? Was, was that where he like had the nail. long coke nail and like, yeah, like and then he like people? punctured it and yeah. then he would suck it. Yeah, was that? See, he's like, interview? my pinky's for coke, my thumb is for blood. <laughs> Why not both? Exactly. <laughs> Get his victims going while he's going. A little bit of blow and a little bit of blood. Oh god. <laughs> oh my <you> god. <laughs> Babe, what is that, um, what is the actor in Blow, besides Johnny Depp, who is he playing? George. George something. Uh, George Young, right? George, George Young. Yeah. George Young. So it was like, <laughs> interview with a Boston vampire, George. plus jo George Young. Interview with George. It's a new movie that needs to come out. <laughs> Curious He's out of prison now, too. He's been out of prison. Really? Well, yeah. Mr. Young, if you're of, listening, he got out of prison, he had I've got some movie of ideas. Waiting for me. He, lives, he lives in San Francisco now. Dude, I fucking oh, would. Like, that was such a tragic story, but if I had millions of dollars waiting outside, I would definitely just be like, there I need a house in made, San Francisco, uh, I need a house in New York, I need a house down in New Orleans, I need to be able to travel all the time. <laughs> he made a killing off of his, uh, off of his documentary, Martin Scorsese, or whoever the producer, I forget the yeah. producer's name that did below, but he offered him that money. He's like, I remember watching him drive up in a limo, wondering who that was, and this guy came out and said, I want to make a movie about you. And That's you know, sure crazy. enough, two years later, he came back in a limo, in a How tux, cool. saying he was going to the Oscars to win an award on a movie that was starred about me. So, movie idea. We were yeah. just talking about Interview with a Vampire, and Tom Cruise's little, like, bloody thumb. George Young, because I was like, he had like a coke-looking coke nail, you know, where you'd sniff it. Instead of blood and chocolate, blood and blow. Blood and blow. Take it easy. What is zing, the... Zing, 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 zing. What is the plot? Every white girl would love it. It's got vampires and coke. Okay. <laughs> What's the plot? Yeah, what would be the plot? There'd be no plot. There is no plot. <laughs> just like blood and chocolate. You just watch... There's no plot to that at all. Anyway, just watch a bunch of people just like 
Oh, weed yes. and coke. Just a bunch of That sounds like a horrible 70s porn. Oh my gosh, it totally is. You're just missing like the 80s when they started doing body shots. Oh gosh. Okay, so back Ooh. to it. So let's get more like in the <laughs> family-friendly spectrum. Well, hello, we're PG here. <laughs> so, uh, Lisa, what is going to be the strain of the day today? Oh, so the strain of the day yes. is ACDC. Why do I hear crickets? Okay. No, no, sorry. I thought you were going to say... you won a brand new car. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so this is an indica dominant strain. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Um, it's an indica strain. Um, um, I need to cut that out. Because I lost my train <laughs> An <of> indica thought. <laughs> strain. We'll go back and cut that out. Okay. So... This is, it's an indica strain, but it's sativa dominant. That doesn't make any sense. Why would Leafly do Maybe that? Maybe it's an indica hybrid strain that's sativa dominant. So then that would be a sativa dominant strain. Why don't we go with the CBD that Anyways, it's dominant? Oh, so, because it's 20 no, to 1. No, I'm trying to read what I wrote and make sense of it. Okay. So <laughs> ACDC yes. is an indica dominant strain. Um, one remarkable characteristic of it is its THC to CBD ratio, which is 1 to 20, meaning the strain indu induces little to no intoxicating effects. Tests have put ACDC's CBD content as high as 19%, which helps many patients treat pain, anxiety, epilepsy, multiple sclerosis, and the negative effects of chemotherapy, all with a clear head. Uh, the smell and taste you'll receive will leave you with an earthy woods-like feel. Um, get ready to feel relaxed and uplifted with the worst case of dry mouth you will ever experience in your life. Oh, okay. Um, alas, you cannot get fucked up on this lovely lady, but if you're looking for something to love and soothe the parts of your body that aren't feeling too hot, this one is for you. Sometimes I like that, though. Sometimes I, I personally love CBD oil, especially, like, CBD lotions, because I think, like, it's so nice for body balms. It is extremely relaxing, and I do think it helps with uh, back pain, specifically for me. Mm -hmm. So I think smoking on something that might be more CBD-based... I appreciate. Sometimes I don't always want to get fucked up. Sometimes if my, like, anxiety is through the roof at that time, I want something that's going to balance me out and bring me back down. And sometimes just knowing you're smoking something is, like, that hand-to-mouth copiation, but also being able to enjoy the side effects of CBD as opposed to psychoactive. Mm-hmm. I'd be down. Yeah. I'd be down. I, I mean, I, it's a great idea. Like, I loved introducing this one because when I found it, I thought it would be perfect. Yeah. So. Daddy? Hey, oh. oh, there it goes. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's recording now. Okay, so that strain sounds really cool. Like I said, when my anxiety kind of gets off and going, I would prefer to have something that's going to bring me a little bit down without having like that whole paranoia or that whole like you know you go through that as you would call it the death of an ego well yeah but cbd is known to reverse the effects of thc which is nice and that's why i'd like to so if you feel like you're getting too high 
smoke some CBD or take some CBD and it'll help reverse those effects. That way you're not going to go into like panic mode. Yeah. Um, also, if you... Uh, da, 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 da. That's if what you... I do. Okay. I mean, I mean that's, that's typically what I do. So burning some sage in your oven, in all honesty, you bake a little sage, burn a little sage, it's really good. Also, it kind of brings you to a little bit of a higher thought perspective is what a lot of people have said. So uh, basil leaves and sage in your oven and then smoke on the CBD joints if you don't necessarily want to get high off of THC, which is totally fine. Um, so we're going to be talking about... To each their own. To each their own, exactly. So we're going to be talking about um, a really cool thing that I didn't actually know existed. So we all know about the Bermuda Triangle, right? Yeah. You know about that. There's multiple triangles. Lisa and I have a lot of theories about triangles, which we'll get into that later on as the seasons progress. Um, one triangle I did not know of, which I don't know if my listeners do, the Transylvania Triangle. Have you heard about it? No. Babe, have you heard about it? Can't say I have. So, um, Transylvania Triangle is actually in Transylvania's haunted forest. Now, I was supposed to Google how to pronounce this forest, and I didn't, so uh, bad me. But it's don't. also known, huh? So don't. So I'm not going to try. It's known as the Rom- Romanian Bermuda Triangle, and I'll post its location in the website. Try to, actually. I'm actually kind of curious. I'm how, curious. How, how do you it's say like, it? I'm doing this it's right H-O-I-A-B-A-C-I-U. Forest inclusion. Yeah, so mm. Hoi Bachi or Hoi Basi. Okay. H-O-I-A. That's one of those things I don't even feel comfortable trying to pronounce right I know. Just by trying to read it. I mean, the pronunciation. Well, like... I found out that Croatoan or Croatian is actually Croatoan. You know, tomatoes, tomatoes. I'm trying to get my point across. <laughs> Um, so this, uh, oh, Romanian Bermuda it. Triangle, did you find out how to say it? Pronouncenames.com. Okay, now you know how to find it, to Bacho. pronounce it. Bacho. So maybe it's... Bacho. Oi Bacho. Oi Bacho in a forest near Cluj. Bacho. Um, this Romanian Bermuda Triangle is noted for appearances of UFOs. Weird humanoid appearances. I like how they don't fucking say aliens or werewolves. They say humanoid. weird humanoid appearances or maybe well, apparitions. Maybe it was like multiple things that they couldn't even describe. But they just looked human-like. They just had similarities? Yeah. That's true. Twisting trees. Many radioactive things that go bump in the night. And none of these have been debunked. Mostly because people don't like to go into this forest to try and debunk anything. Like, people really don't. Pussies. There's shards. Yeah. You hear that, Romania? <laughs> no. We don't think oh you're all God. a bunch of pussies. <laughs> we love, like, 75% of you, but the ones that don't, you should probably go into that forest and check it out. Let us know what's in there. I Does anybody from Romania that has gone into those woods? Do you think that they're honestly going to come? And listens to the fucking show. I was going to say, and that listens the, to us. These girls up. <laughs> Let us know. Give us a reason to love you guys. Aliens, if you've seen fucking humanoids, mm-hmm. if you've seen your mother in there, hit these girls up. Apparently, twisting <laughs> trees that when you cut them, it's like freaking um, Sleepy Hollow. The trees bleed. It's so weird. And I could tell you right now, well, it's isn't radioactive. Isn't there another place on Earth where that happens too? There is another place on Earth, but I can't remember like, where that is. It could just be like a heavy sap. 
Yeah. But you will mistake as blood. Look at that blood, and it's just slow maple syrup. It's just fucking syrup. It's just sad. (laughs) All trees actually do that when they bleed. Okay, Romania, so one theory is debunked. (laughs) Twisting trees that bleed, it's sap. Sap. I still don't know why they twist them. Maybe you just need to, like, drain them of that sap, you know? Like, milk the sap from the trees. (laughs) Milk Milk the the sap from the trees. Milk the sap. You might have your own, like, Romanian version of maple syrup. That will become a huge hit. Dude, imagine if it was, like, anti-aging immortal vampire syrup. That would totally come from Romania. Wouldn't that it? would come from Romania in the Transylvanian Triangle. That's actually what... You really what like saying it like that, don't you? I do <laughs> like... Triangle. My name's That's Mandy. probably... This is why we do the podcast together. Um, no, but maybe Dracula was actually just drinking sap instead of drinking blood. And people got it confused because it looks like fucking blood. Got that sap in my drink. (laughs) Yep. Um, Let me get a little bit of that sap. Let me get a little sap, eh? Got that perk. (laughs) Um, So in 1968, (laughs) a military technician at the age of 45 years old went in with his girlfriend and two other friends and reportedly saw a UFO flying low and slow around 1 p.m. This is the first time... What? Yeah, around 1 p.m., like 1 in the afternoon. No, they saw a fucking UFO. How do you know what a UFO looks like? Tell me. Well. How do you know what it looks so, like? Well, Unidentified cylinder. flying object. Yeah. So it's not like a bird. A cylinder. That's a plane. You ever seen the fourth kind? Like, you don't ever see them. They're just, like, invisible. And they come and they abduct you. And then, like, you're gone. What's that kids movie to, like, Chicken Little or like, something? Chicken Little where, like, the sky comes apart and they're all actually aliens. Did you ever oh, see the that? sky is falling! <laughs> yeah, but you're like, this is a kid's movie, so I watched that movie, Stoned, when I was um, uh, hanging out with, like, my family and their kids, and that movie kind of freaked me out, because it was, like, all of a sudden the sky started, like, coming apart, and granted, it's a kid's movie, but it got me thinking, I'm like, what if everything, like, they say reality is actually your perception, and it's just an illusion, what if, like, the sky were just to break off in little pieces, and it was just a huge alien deflector? For the normalcy of what humans see and that... See, this is what I was going into yesterday, but not as on a big scale that we live on some sort of, like, Truman-style show. That also freaks me out. That someone But it's fucking true. Like, think about it. The media, they Uh, can, like... No, it's totally true. Manipulate... Like, uh, see, Lizard People reminds me of that Doctor Who episode. You guys don't watch Doctor Who. I don't know why. Lizard People are real. You know what, though? But continue. There are our listeners. Some of our listeners do. I believe in that shit. Reptile people? I believe that, like, not all of us are actually human. I believe, like, some of those people that are on top, that are, like, CEO of companies. Yeah. That are owner, like, CEO of (coughs) major corporations, stock market. Maybe even, like, Joe Schmoe's, like, construction workers. Well, look at, like... That have been around for a lot longer than what is normally... I think so. That's where I think ancient nobility came from. You like know what king, I'm saying? Like, the pharaohs in Egypt, they're all speculating that they're actually, like, aliens or alien hybrids. Like, we keep order so well. Like, yeah, we're in a bit of chaos, but we do keep order pretty well. But what maintains that order of, like, unity of people? How? 
dude, there's got to be something else. Like, maybe if it's not the sky falling apart or something. And all these triangles are just, like, alien headquarters. They live. When the dude puts the the sunglasses, when Rowdy Rowdy Piper puts the sunglasses on, and then he starts seeing all the aliens from humans. I forgot that he's a wrestler. And that he's also, like, the main star of that movie. It's so good. Yeah, but you remember, that movie was so... Have you ever seen the movie They Live? No. It's so good. You gotta watch the movie They Live. Rowdy Rowdy Piper in it. I forget the the, other dude. He, uh... I seriously wanted to get the shirt with Donald Trump's face that was, like, the alien face. Yeah. From They Live. So it's like where he puts on these glasses, but he can also see who's like an alien and who's not. It's the prescription like, in the lenses that you're able to see who's an alien and who's not. Oh, yeah, that was anytime good. Anytime you like look at a TV, it like tells you to consume. Consume, or, consume, like, yeah. buy, then, like, sell, sell, like, sell. You know, like, yeah. Like Brand Obey. Mm-hmm. He got that symbol from that movie. That's where he That's got That's actually really that was cool. All over, and ironically, like, the it's a huge and a lot clothing of over, company. Like, clothing companies. And he took that and made it his clothing line. And it was actually pretty legit. Like, but the movie's fucking crazy. And if you ever really stoned and watch it, it seems... It shits it, you it, the it fuck kind of out. Like, I bet some shit like this actually, it does exist. You know what? I bet some shit it really it, does exist. If a story like that makes so much sense to you, then why not have it be a possibility? It could be no. a possibility, but I wouldn't like... I wouldn't like my whole world wouldn't stop over a possibility. Like no, I would have to be and like, it, nor eh, should it's a possibility. Well, but well, here's the thing: is that I say question everything. What's for dinner? <laughs> no, but I see it. Question no, everything because like, you question don't. Question everything because you don't know Absolutely. what's real and what's not. No, and, and that is always good, and that always is good. But you have to, you have to question it. Like, yeah. Not like in taking it seriously because you should never take anything. Well, you can see what happens to Roddy Roddy Piper when the motherfucker takes that shit seriously. He has I a know. homeless shelter in downtown LA off Skid Fucking Row. I know, fighting for his life fighting every for day. His life. And I'm sorry, but I don't have those Roddy. muscles. I'll tell you one thing though. I think that I have two different theories on this. One is that we subconsciously know what's up and we just refuse to acknowledge it. So we, like I said, we create our own reality because we refuse to acknowledge it. We're like, oh yeah, there's probably something out there, but we refuse to actually look into it because it freaks us the fuck out. Why most people, I think, uh, don't have any religion, why most people don't have any philosophies in life, they don't want to think that in-depth into it because it makes you question everything, a lot of things. This is how I live my life every day. In your head? That, like, that's literally it. Like, there are some days where I question, like, yeah. my job. I'm just like, is this really a thing? This, like, yeah. this is really a thing I have to do. Because there's no one else to do it. Like you said, we're a humor, human filtering system. Yeah. So and I'm like, this is, this is, this is kind of ridiculous. So when you trip out too much and you start thinking about the shit, go smoke some of that ACDC and calm the fuck down. Oh, fuck. Because <laughs> then I need a lot of that shit in my life. Life <laughs> is about to get twisted. All right, oh, so. Gosh. So what's getting twisted in this forest? First international, yeah. Other than the trees. branches. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first international, like, report about this Transylvanian Triangle. Okay. I said it. I didn't say the accent this Transylvanian. time. Transylvanian Triangle. Mm, got it. Um, <laughs> what happened in 1968, the reason why it made such international um, attention is, A, 
First off, a lot of UFO sightings came out between the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and even 70s that were just, like, in massive amounts. But what made this different was that most of those sightings that were reported all around the world happened at night. This sighting happened at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So it was clear as day, and he saw a UFO. And most times people feel like they can't identify the UFOs because of the lights. But he clear as day saw it. Now... Another weird thing is I couldn't get an accurate description as to what it looked like. So I've been trying to find the article. So if anyone finds it and it's a legit article, please share it with me so that I can get an accurate description. Nothing from Wikipedia because no, that I shit's whack. just found something crazy out on a TED Talk that I watched the other day. Yes, what was it? That um, there's a filtration system that it... This goes into the government, like, Truman-esque kind of show. Truman knowledge? Yeah. So, one example that I'll bring up is that a writer um, was scoping out the Wikipedia page for a book that he read, and Mm. one of the, um, one of the uh, passages in there was he got his character inspiration from this, and, which is completely wrong. So, the author going into Wikipedia, you can change things. So, can. so he went to change the, where he got his inspiration for that character to the correct one because he's the one who created it mm-hmm. so that there's correct information out there. It changed, reverted back to the original passage. He And he kept doing this, and then finally he got fed up and called, like, Wikipedia or he got Whatever in the, touch. Like, help center was, yeah. yeah. And... They basically told him that he wasn't a credible source. <laughs> He's to... the author. Uh, exactly. That's so fucking shit. <laughs> so, so, like, fucked how fucked up is that that you can't even, like, put correct information out there? So it kind of makes me question a little bit. You have bit. to be biased of what you find. Credible sources. Like, when you Google something, I'm telling you this right now, I probably... Besides the first couple cases when I was really, really, really having to, like, investigate and not really sure what was up, now I've known how to filter myself out. But I'll tell you, citations, citations, citations. They tell you the resource. They tell you the book, the page, everything. And I hate to tell you this, but this is crazy. If a website does not have a proper citation, the information may or may not be correct, but I would always take it from a credible source, as credible as you can find it. That way you're not sounding like an ignorant uh, bullshitter on certain things that you're actually getting that knowledge. <laughs> well, Susan. <laughs> wow. Actually. Yeah. It happened this way. Actually, the author got his inspiration this way. Uh, he keeps no. trying to say otherwise, no. but no. in reality, no. I know. I know. I know the truth. I know the truth. He doesn't want this to admit is what it. it is. He thinks it's this way, but really, I know this because I read it on Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia knows all. Now, Wikipedia may or may not be correct. No, it's just fact-checking against what you read. Because Wikipedia could be probably... I would I would strongly suggest it's got 80% factual notations in there. And 80% well, you can of really look at great all the knowledge. things that are cited on there. Yes, and that's what I like. And I that's what I really enjoy about Wikipedia is that they do put their citations or their sites out there. So that if you're like, that sounds really off. But you check out the sites and either A, you're correct and you can kind of go in and try and make an amendment. Do you, I don't know if you remember this. But in elementary school, when we were in the computer lab for like fifth grade... We were told, oh, yeah, use Wikipedia as your little project citing yes. and let us know, blah, 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 blah. And then 
the older you got, like, when you got into high school for, like, freshman year, mm-hmm. the, your English teachers or whoever would tell you, don't use Wikipedia, they are not a credible source. Oh, yeah, so, I remember like, that. So, like, please, like, use something that's credible. Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I just, like, looked down several times, and Lisa's, like, looking at me. I was trying to read what time we were at on the podcast and the time that it was. I got a movie to catch tonight, um, and I'll share that with you later, but it, I love horror movies, so there's The Meg coming out, and there's also The Nun, so trying to see what timing would work out best. Uh. Anyways, so in 1993, researcher Adrian Bachu, who actually has the same similar name to The Forest, identified in a particular area which he called a social a social active protein uh, because it seems to be the center or epicenter for paranormal phenomena observed. Ugh, that was a truck. That was annoying. Uh, the maximum activity in the heart of Transylvania. Don't worry, I flipped them off for you guys. Yay, thank you, Lisa. You're our hero. Yeah, So, the legend has it that Abachi, which is a Romanian word for sheep herder, once guided a flock of sheep into the forest, but never returned. Despite an immense search for the missing herder, no trace was ever found of the man or any of the 200 sheep he is said to have been with. Um, it was as if he just, like, honestly just got lost. Like, he just got lost and then something in the earth just ate him up. The f- yeah. Ooh. What was that movie called? What? He's like part of the forgotten. I feel like there's like a there's a movie there is also about the that. forest about the forest in Japan, the suicide forest where people just get lost, go crazy. No. They have to tie strings to their waist. It was waist. a cheesy like B-rated horror movie that was about some. What were you? I think say? Kevin Bacon was in it. It was like this little worm thing that came up and ate you. Oh, I don't want to say termites, but that's not tremors. Is that what that is? I can't remember if Kevin Bacon was in that, but you remember tremors would be like, and then all of a sudden, boom, yeah, and then they would just like eat you. It's like basically like eight-legged freaks, but on the ground. Yeah. What movie is it? Tremors. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, you're right, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So, Transylvania Triangle has Transylvanian Tremors. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't get over this. It's so good. Okay. Uh, one of the most commonly... This is what I found really interesting. The most commonly reported occurrences that happen when visitors get there is inexpens- inexplicably intense feelings. So, just random shots of emotion. Like, like you're manic depressive all of a sudden. Dude, even if you're I not. I know. And that's what, that's what kind of freaks me out. Like, when I know my energy shifts or my emotion shift, if it's not someone causing it, then I feel like it is an external factor that I can't identify with. You gotta think, like, the lands out there, like, all the people that were, like, murdered and, like, mutilated just to keep people out of his castle. Like, Vlad, Vlad. who, you know, like, that dude, like, killed so many people. And well, I'm gonna get into that bodies. in a minute. Uh, put them on posts, on spikes, yep. to ward off the enemies, you know? Okay. Kept wolves in the forest. You gotta think, like, maybe mm-hmm. sometime all of that residual energy just comes to haunt. Maybe, maybe the spirits of the people with all of the With all the bloodshed on that ground, you gotta think, a lot of that stuff is probably still there. 
Yeah. There are all these places that are haunted, like, all around the world, you know? Like, why? Some traumatic event happened. So, it's really crazy. So, the, the <laughs> sensations that people get are a heavy sense of anxiety, excessive thirst, the sense of being watched, uh, fear, sudden, potent, potent panic attacks, and a strong desire to flee even in the absence of any particular danger. Now, another thing to me that is not being said here is a lot of those signs and symptoms that people ignore besides like the automatic pain in the shoulder and the pain in the heart is that that could lead to a heart attack, That especially excessive thirst. Like, that, that's one of the signs of a heart attack. So, people kind of enter in. A lot of um, paranormal spiritual phenomena has led people to have heart attacks in a lot of multiple reported cases of, you know, like, poltergeist, demonic activity, ghosts that are really strongly haunting. So, I wouldn't be surprised if that forest was haunted by hundreds of spirits. Now, I'll get into Vlad the Impaler here in a minute, but I find it very interesting. Um... Going on poltergeist activity, uh, poltergeist activity is allegedly rampant in that forest. Um, there's things so like people that go camping in there, people that do decide to hike, they'll have their bags shuffled, their tents moved, cameras being thrown. There's not a lot of, uh, I mean, there's evidence that's been collected, but there's not a ton uh, due to sometimes just technical technological um, objects being destroyed, mm -hmm. which I found to be really fascinating. Um, even the show, uh, Destination Truth, one of its crew members, uh, was violently attacked by an unknown invisible aggressor. Mm. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, Don't come in my right? That's pretty much, <laughs> it's pretty much what it says. Yeah. It's a little feisty little tiger cat wolf bear thing. <laughs> that looks humanoid like. That looks humanoid. Yeah. It's got... Dude, that's the fucking terrifying. Head of a wolf, the eyes of a cat, the, the body, body of, of a, a bear. Human. Oh, I guess the body of a human. Yeah, but the paws of a bear. Ugh. Uh, you know that's someone's cup of tea. It's kind of cool, like to trap that fucking thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then like enslave it. That's then, horrible. Like, take Do it you to know? Your, take it to your fucking boss's house and Boss be like, "Remember the... that shit I told you? Remember that shit you gave me? Remember that times you wanted to talk some shit to me?" Look what I found in Transylvania. I'm back, motherfucker. <laughs> I would never enslave it. I would take care of it. That's it like would become my pet out of choice. I would, I would fight it. I would fight it with pit bulls. Oh my gosh, you're so I'm, I'm fucked totally up. Just, just, yeah, my boyfriend likes I'm to see totally my reaction joking. on shit. <laughs> just so you know. Shock value. I was about Relax. ready to lose my shit. Um, so talking about really interesting humanoid creatures... Dracula. Mm. <laughs> Inspiration to the modern-day Dracula in Bram Stoker's novel was Vlad III, the Wallachian prince, or as we like to know and call him Vlad the Impaler. He was born in 1431 in Romania. Mm. I don't know his birthday because I was actually going to nerd out and see what his sign was. But he didn't have it. But I would guess... <laughs> Osiris has a uh, early Halloween uh, little trick or treat bag with a bunch of rings in it. So if you hear that in the background, Daddy. my bad. Um, no known birthday, but if I were to guess that he was something, I would, I would probably strongly guess that he was either a Scorpio or a Capricorn. 
Okay, so according to Florin Curta, professor of medieval history and archaeology at the University of Florida, Dracula is linked to Transylvania. Okay, Dracula is linked to Transylvania, but the real historic Dracula, or Vlad III, never owns anything in Transylvania. Um, he continued by stating that Brand Castle, the tourist attraction in Transylvania, is often and is often referred to as Dracula's Castle, was never the residence for the Wallachian prince. So hmm. he actually never stayed there. It's just an old castle that's a tourist attraction, from what he's saying, which at first really broke my heart. But you know what? It's still a fucking cool castle, and I would go visit it. Yeah. Like... He described it as, like, you know, of course you'd want to think it's Dracula's castle because it's foggy and it's eerie and it's creepy and it's medieval. And I'm like, that sounds like every castle I would just visit anyways. Um, it's just a spooky-looking castle. But here's the weird thing about Vlad's existence, which I think kind of fucked him up with war. Mm. At the age of 12, uh, it was said that Vlad the Third, so Vlad the Impaler, and his brother, imagine his younger brother because he was the oldest, was imprisoned in Turkey and as his father was the ruler of Galatia. So he was imprisoned and held there for many years, for a majority of time during his childhood, in a dungeon. Oh my gosh. Like with multiple little tunnels throughout this dungeon area in Turkey. Like that would freak me out. At the age of 12, he was just taken. Oh um, well, look at that. He fucked some shit up, didn't he? He got people back. He did get people back. So, the reason why Dracula is supposedly uh, Vlad the Impaler are part of two major factors. The one is the Order of the Dragon, which some people mistake for devil, Dracul, which was an elite group devoted to one purpose, the defeat of the Turkish or Ottoman Empire, which hence he was uh, enslaved and imprisoned by Turkey. Yeah. Um, Vlad III's home was Principality of Wallachia and was also known to be, to be the home of the most bloody violent battles between the Christian Europe and the Ottoman forces. Factor two. So he already was, like, he was born in bloodshed. He was born in darkness, like, Oh my babe. god, could you imagine? You're just like, Ugh. Literally, that was Vlad the Impaler, <laughs> only he did not look and as good like, as Bane did. Drips. I know. Just dripping in, like, blood and, like, carrying people's bodies on rods and just, yeah. Totally metal. Totally um, the spikes. Huh? Throwing you to the spikes. Throwing you to the spikes. You'll rot in three days. Mm. Um, Vlad III was killed during an ambush, and his head was impaled on a stick for quite some time, but his body was laid to rest near his home. However, when excavated, there is no body found, only the bones of bats and dogs. Which, that's why they say they don't even know if Vlad the Impaler's head was actually his. There's a huge speculation because his body was never found. So, so for all we know, he could still be alive today. He could very if well be a vampire. vampire. Because, I mean, you bathe in people's blood. I'm assuming that. Look like, there's got to be Elizabeth something. Bathory. There's got to be some correlation with that and immortality. Well. You just have to. I'm going to get to some interesting points with. I just don't know how that makes Immortality. Sense. How does that make sense? Go. No, yeah, yeah and this, this is how it is. So, during that time, um. Well, let me go back really quick to Vlad. So he's known for impaling people uh, from battles and leaving their bodies to rot and hang until the victims usually died in about three to five days. Mm. Sometimes he would just leave them there. So imagine a landscape filled with fog, dark skies, bloody battlefields, and rotting corpses on impaling rods surrounding a terrifying tor territory. Now you see why Bram Stoker was partial to him because he wanted to give his 
uh, Dracula, a very, like, dark, mysterious, violent, romantic characteristic. Mm. But you raise a very good question. So, where did immortality come from? Where did all this, like, uh, legends of vampires come come into play? Like, how do we get from fucking Vlad the Impaler to Queen of the Dance? Like, where did that all happen? Hollywood. Hollywood. No, I fucking get you, but it there's there's correlations like there's he said she said and the truth. So Hollywood is he Hollywood said. Like these have history is she said. Condition. Yeah, there is. Why does it have to be she said? Well, because I believe history to be romantic and I believe it to be a she. Hollywood is glamorous, but I kind of think it's pompous, so I would put a he on that. In case you wanted to know. <laughs> wow. She just there you go, guys. genderized. All my guy listeners out there, Dude. listen to what these feminist women have Why to say. Why are you assuming their gender? All my all new right. listeners out there, all my I, guy I listeners. Said, I just believe Hollywood feedback. is a he. However, I didn't say he had to like the color blue. I mean, I didn't say she has to like pink. Why do you gotta have to get it there? Why do you have to get it there all gender now? Fine. You're really it's just taking all... a hole. Okay. You're just taking so, a hole. I know, I feel it. Well, I, I, I automatically well, think cars me, are me girls. Stick, let me rot. I automatically think cars are girls. All cars are girls. I don't think there's a yeah, one male. Yeah, my car is a Sheba. But, no, I think all my cars have been girls. I think you're right. They're all girls. But, um, okay, so the second inspiration to Dracula was the European folklore, or the Nusferatu. Nusferatu was a term uh, that they used for the undead, synonymous with vampire. Going into further distinction between the two, vampire and a mortal dead creature is basically when the Nusferatu is basically what Nusferatu is. However, vampire Nusferatu could also mean the bastard child in a village, virtually to be seen as a term for referencing Satan or an unclean, repugnant spirit. So Nusferatu is like your basic kitchen term of like, oh, that's just Nusferatu. Like, oh, that's, that's just the mug. bastard child. Or, yeah, that's a smelly, repu- yeah. that's a Nusferatu mug. <laughs> so you're, so that's basically just saying that some, it's, it's a derogatory term. Yeah, it's Nusferatu and vampires, um, not the bastards. So how vampires came about is because it was seen as a more evil Spirit was vampires, and the more undead, zombie-like, or bastard children were seen as Nusferatu's. Oh. Uh, but they both bite people, and therefore create an illusion of vampires that all mu- all must be sprayed with holy water, exercise, heads cut off, quartered, staked through the heart, and eventually burned. Like, you wanted to kill this thing, you fucking had to kill this thing. That's basically a body mutilation. Yeah. No, well, and what would happen is they believe that evil spirits would, like, succubus and incubus would get into these people, they would die, and then their corpses would turn into these evil spirits and come back to life and haunt the villagers and kill off people. Yeah. How crazy was it to live back in medieval villages? Crazy. I think... Fucking crazy. People just dying like that. you broke the law... You wouldn't go to, you would, you would go your to jail? Your hands would get cut off. Like, you stole an apple, here's you your hands. Your head, I mean, like, probably, I mean, if you kill somebody, your head was getting chopped off that People week. died from starvation after being, like, put in the post, you the know? Black plague, rats are biting you. Oh, gosh. Uh, no yet, Starbucks. And yet, we were, like, offended oh by the Iceman. We were offended by the Iceman, you know? Donald Trump was fucking was just doing what everyone else has done. Dude, it could have been a simpler time. What were you though. saying? I was like, this is why you live on the countryside. 
You don't live in the city. Well, no, this was villages in the countryside where they had like 50 people. You gotta make sure because back in the day, you had to live in the village because then if you didn't live in the village and you lived in the woods, you had risks of being fucked up. Yeah. Your whole fucking house pillaged, so you just and all the women in the fucking all. house raped. I mean, you've got to think we've come a long way. Come on, you you seem brave, I, I do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I do believe we've come a long way. And to be fair, in terms of coming a long way, I believe that in early coroner examinations and doctor practices during this medieval time period, um, I don't think that people really knew how to pronounce someone dead. Like someone could still be alive. But they were pronouncing them dead because they didn't see the basic signs. You know, like they didn't see this person breathing or they didn't see this. But the person who was well, they had such a low heartbeat that they were still alive. Being pronounced dead and then all of a sudden you just wake up and you're like, oh man, what the fuck just happened? No, And then everyone was just like, ah! No, you're supposed to be dead! Two and they're things. just like, no, Brad, I was just extremely when drunk the on the rise. side of the road. You <sighs> left me there. You didn't even come back you and fucking find me. You left me. Dude, I, I woke on up the, the side of the On the side of the road. I was on the side of the road. You I picked might. me up. You should have just left me there. No, I was thinking that you left him there. Um. Okay, so... Just like the coined uh, term, Saved by the Bell, that's actually from people that were misdiagnosed being dead, buried, and appearing alive within three to five days later, they would tie a string to their finger, and so that gravekeepers and cemetery watchers would hear the bells ring if someone was accidentally buried. Saved by the bell. So I believe this totally fucking happened. I think that people were like, no, they're dead, when really it was just, you know, some doctor that didn't know what he was doing, and all of a sudden they come walking out, and then everyone wants to stake them. Everyone wants to take their pitchforks and flames and kill them. Good Terrifying. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, vampires also have a romantic light uh, with being immortal, perfecting beauty, and in essence being a curse and similar to have tragic lives like demigods in Greek mythology. Now, we don't have physical evidence to prove or disprove theories of vampires, but I can tell you we can prove that it's unhealthy for normal humans wanting to play vampires and actually drink human blood. That can actually really mess up your gut. Well, you have to. Th- there's people out there that legitimately believe. Oh this yeah, they're shit. like in, in this is why I say question everything, but don't take everything too serious. Don't take anything seriously. So you like a little taste of blood, but that doesn't mean you should ingest on a regular basis, and that you are an immortal vampire. Oh, do you remember that movie Video. with Goldie oh. Goldie Hawn and who else? Fuck, oh, who else um, was it? what was it? Kurt yes. Russell. No, 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 no. It was when they were drinking. The candlesticks, the potion. Um, yes, the when potion. they were drinking the thingy oh, the and they stayed no, alive. No, like till they death were... do us part yes. or something. Yes. Goldie yes. Hawn. Yes. Right? Goldie uh, Hawn. Meryl Streep. Was it Meryl Streep yes. in there? Yes. Okay. Until... Wait a second. It's coming to me. It's got Meryl Streep in it. <laughs> Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Let me grab the crystal bowl real quick. Hold on. Yeah, and they, their, hus- or their husband or shared boyfriend was yeah. like, would glue them and paint them together. Oh my Do you God, remember yeah. that? Yes. Because <laughs> they will live forever. Because, yeah, they were young you gotta watch forever. Till death they lived forever. Young forever. But you had to take care of yourself. Because the body <laughs> yes. would deteriorate if you didn't. Yes. And that's exactly what happened with, with them. They were so like, I feel... <laughs> that's what's happening here. <laughs> exactly. So, 
Uh, there's a huge hysteria apparently in Hollywood, so watch Till Death Do Us Part because you're going to see it. I love that movie. It's super cheesy. It's super great. I watched it when I was younger and I was like, what? And the older woman who like looks like she's 20, she's like, I'm 72. And they're like, what the fuck? I thought she was older than that. Something. Or the one they got it from was older than that. Yeah, no, that's that's what she was. That's the old one. I thought she said she was 72. Oh. I could be wrong. She could be, like, 92. We'll need to watch it again. Yeah, we'll have to watch it. So, homework, kitties. Make sure you watch Till Death Do Us Part. What podcast gives homework? The greatest kinds. Because it's optional. You don't actually have to watch it. No. Okay, um, another thing I want to get into they is psychic vampires. What? All right, psychic vampires. They're also known as energy drainers. And I'm sure we all know a few. I personally have families and friends, family members and friends that can drain me of energy. And I feel like they surround themselves with people with either high energy, uh, who, um, until that person leaves for self-preservation, or people who have low energy that they sim, uh, they send, tend to leech onto. So psychic vampires are a real thing. I totally believe that because I believe in the transference of energy. So I believe that there are... You know, when you are upset with someone, you can feel that energy that you're upset with someone. When you're accepting of them, it's not just your body language. It's like those uh, energy fields that you're giving off, like a magnetic field to that person. So psychic vampires, I believe personally, I, and this might sound controversial, but I believe a lot of um, psychic vampires are people who are previous drug users or current drug users. Like, and I'm not talking about weed. Like, I'm talking about hardcore Messing around. Um, <laughs> we don't mess around here, We guys. don't mess around here, guys. Uh, Someone say meth. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, I believe uh, the reason is, is that transference of energy, and when your body is blocked from being healthy and building up the energy needed to sustain, it then seeks more drugs as uppers, nods out, or in my theory, drains people, especially those with high energy, to sustain a life force. Perhaps this transference of energy really does make certain people live longer than expected. Uh, Trippy, right? That just, I'm, I don't, that sounds so judgy of me to say, but that's disgusting. I think so. If we, like, as a community, we're here to help people out, but sometimes we don't realize maybe we are helping them out with our transference of energy, and it's it's helping that person live longer than what their natural life would be if we had deprived them because it is. Just for instance, transference of energy. If I tell a joke and you laugh. That's a transference yeah. of energy. Right there. So you It doesn't even have to be something materialized like that. Yeah. It could just be how you feel in the room with someone else. You can tell. See, and this is why I say tone is everything. Because uh, it's the way you're putting it out there. It's not what you there. say, but how you say it. Yeah, it's... So like if you're trying if you're trying to like joke around I'm looking at you. Like if you're trying to joke around with her and you say something in a certain tone, either she'll laugh or she'll get offended. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. depending on how you you know project it out. Why are you telling her that? (laughs) Because when you're talking uh, to me and you gotta say something. No, you know Oh my god. I don't got the issue. She's like, right, Mike. Right. I'm but just trying. All my no, guy listeners, all my guy listeners out there, please, I need some feedback. These girls hate men. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> we love everyone. It doesn't matter whether it doesn't matter what you are. We love everything. History is not necessarily Mandolin she. Brooks, Hollywood is not necessarily he. Lisa Rival, they hate men. 
We don't hate men. Oh, All their God. listeners, you we hear what they say when the microphone not is off. Fighters, boo. I'm being held captive. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still spitting jokes, which is hilarious. See, it's how you perceive it. Exactly, exactly. It's kind of like, you know, Mike and how I can get this sometimes. How do you want to take that energy in? Do you want to use it for good or do you want to use well, it's it it's like to when be you're angry. sarcastic and you say something. You know you're sarcastic, oh, but people it. will take that shit the wrong way no, real fast. I know it all too well because I have such a monotone voice at the time. Everyone thinks that I'm being sarcastic with them when I'm really not. I thought you were just being sarcastic. No, I am. Thank you. <laughs> See, Mike. No, I was just sarcasm. being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, being sarcastic too sarcasm, but it's Dude. true. Oh, but still, yeah. <laughs> it made for a good day. It does because, but you have to be around those people that are sarcastic too. Like we all speak a certain language, and I think going into like a hippie value, everyone's got a gift that they have for community. But I think overall, humans and living beings in general are always gifted with energy. We came from the earth. We go back to the earth. We are of this earth. We, we are not separate this from this earth. Exactly. A part of I this earth. What if next time you, you're reborn, you're actually not even human. You're a fucking tree. Or you're a that squirrel. Twisting or, tree that bleeds. Yeah, you know, or I'm like Vlad and I'm like cutting one of your fucking heads off for fucking not making dirty bean rice. Wow. Oh my god. Where's the pike? The spike. The spike. Get it out. No. But But yeah, anyways, I was at, I was like really stumped when I finished the script. So I came from like all these different types that of vampires. What is it? That book is interesting. So yeah, Lisa, talk about your book for a minute. Oh yeah. So I thought it would be really cool instead of doing a creepy fact of the day. Um, like we discussed earlier in this season, uh-huh. um, the book of highs, 220, or sorry, 255 ways to alter your consciousness without drugs. Yes, you heard it here. You also heard that lighter. <laughs> I know what I just said. I know. And you also heard that hit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, yeah. We all got the way to get high, right? So I thought it would be really cool for me to go ahead and discuss ways of okay, altering you your consciousness oh, so that, like, you guys, you know, go ahead and experiment. You can also buy this book yeah. at Barnes and Noble. It's at, it was $17.95. And it's just this giant book of interesting facts about how to... Well, just like you were saying about the CBD, like the ACDC... Like, I think this is a really cool spectrum because not everyone likes to smoke or really ingest exactly. anything. So, um, I want to shed say light. say LSD? <laughs> no, ACDC. It's a strain. It's a strain. Mm. That's one way to get down. Oh, ACDC. ACDC. Mm. And then CBD. CBD. Well, There's a lot, a lot of, of alphabet. LSD. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay, so, but number 58 in okay. this book, um, it's a negative technique, which I think is really cool because they do shed some light on the negative techniques of, like, this is this is um, something to look out for, this is how to get out of it, and this is how to seek help. Like, yes. they actually have really good pointers in here, so it's super cool. Um, but number 58 is sleep deprivation. Deprivation. The delirium of a sleep-starved brain. And I highlighted a little section of this book. So now you're not mething around, are you? No, I'm not. No. Quote, unquote, I want to read this because this is super dope. Okay, so somewhere after between 30 to 60 hours, depth perception becomes disturbed. After about 70 hours, 
It becomes difficult to do any normal easy tasks without error after some 90 hours. Hallucinations usually set in. After more than 100 hours, the alphabet and other things we know that we know by heart become extremely difficult to remember clearly. After 120 hours, delirium and 150 hours brings about the onset of total disorientation. It is in the later hours that the brain waves resemble those of deep sleep brain waves, even though the non-sleeper might still seem to be awake. Somewhere between the second and fourth day, the body begins producing psychochemicals that bear a structural resemblance to LSD. I could see it. I thought I heard something about LSD. Yeah. I could totally <laughs> see that you were just being psychic, babe. No, I'm actually really tired and I'm actually hallucinating Oh, I was going to say you are really psychic. And I was like, yeah, remember when you knew exactly where that movie was the other night? <laughs> That's dudes, though. You could put a paperclip at the end of the fucking dog you box over there. You ask me where I, a paperclip in the house is. Some people are gifted with that. You ask me a lot of fucking shit. I, I'll he'll forget. Say, he'll tell you where that paperclip is, but did he pick it up? No. No. Because I know you needed it. <laughs> Lisa... The, no. No. <laughs> They'll know exactly where it is, but will they? No. But you need that, that bobby pin? But Hint I know where that here, shit here, is. Here. Exactly. But yeah, I thought that was uh, that was pretty cool because if you think about it, imagine being lost in a forest. Yeah. Like, imagine where all, most of these... And you're afraid to fall asleep because you don't exactly. know where you're at. Exactly. So imagine where totally all sad. of these... Um, like delirium hallucinations might come from even with that forest with the Bermuda Triangle of the forest or whatever. Transylvania like, did, Triangle. Were people actually inside this forest and witnessed these things or were they just on well, the outskirts? With that like being they said were though partially too so like it. they've had I've seen documentaries on this and they've actually had people going into these woods where their compasses were like going fucking crazy just like mm-hmm. in the Bermuda Triangle. You know where else it just coincidentally that fucking happens? The mystery spot in Santa Cruz, California. Oh yeah, and they've got. Okay. Have you ever been to the mystery spot? No. Okay, you gotta go. Okay, there. It's so in Santa Cruz, like let me one just say this. For instance, one a lot of these places that kid cause hallucinations like this is magma underneath the Earth's surface spinning counterclockwise. The Earth's counterclockwise rotation. Like a reverse toilet. So what happens is you're throwing off Earth's balance. Yeah. In that location, though, there could be like a pit underneath the ground, like a few like. 100 feet closer to Earth's surface than normal. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, too, even in the mystery spot, it gets so fucked up that birds won't even fly over that area. Uh, Colin makes them feel weird, just like like it makes humans feel weird. Rodents, like rabbits and squirrels. There's no living things in this area besides plants. But it's like, you know how plants can live on, or you can stand completely straight up. You can stand completely straight but your body is looking like Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's so, it is the weirdest what? thing. You'll have to come I had with us t- next I took Mandy and Caitlin out there and yep. blew their mind with that place. Like, it was I just a trip. It. And it was just this, you know, like, they're like, can anybody explain? Does anybody have any opinions on what this could be? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, when, and in some of those rooms and in some of those areas where you're standing up straight, you're yeah. feeling dizziness. You're feeling nausea. You're feeling like, yeah, you. hey, if you stand there too long, you're going to start seeing some shit. 
yeah. that's what happens. Like, if you're in an area, I could see that. If you're feeling like that, weird, you don't. You, I, I freak out. I freak out if I wouldn't be able to tell my direction. I didn't know where I was going. I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? Me. I'm about ready to lose my shit. And oh, I would. Yeah. That's I'd like if you get blackout drunk. That's exactly what happens. And you're like trying to piece together the night. I've had a bit too much mead tonight. Well, what about those Russian experiences, experiments too, or military experience, experiments where they hold people, um, you know, in these cells of isolation and keep them up for, for hours and hours and days and days and days well, and days and days. That's, you know what, humans are not meant for that. And that's no. the brain. Just you like we're not meant for work, like let's After be 10 honest. or 11 days. Not, we're not meant for work. After 10 <laughs> or 11 days of sleep deprivation. You the can human die. Bra- well, the human brain actually becomes reptilian. Yeah. So, like, raw meat will start right. looking interesting to you. You'll start getting cravings of raw meat. You'll start yeah. getting cravings of Maybe that's how these snap. reptile people come about. Because they're just, like, constantly, like, working and staying up and working and working and working. What if that is how it would happen? That's it's actually a weird, interesting theory. Dun, dun, dun. Well, anyways. Yep. This wraps up the segment of the Transylvanian Triangle and Dracula. And uh, tune in next season for our uh, creature features. Creature features. Yes. Oh. Sorry, I had to add that in there. <laughs> Watch. She's going to ask awesome. me to cut that out and specifically no, save it. No, now it's your turn to howl. No, I don't have. Oh no! Let's. We gotta hear. She Lisa has these Rival nails, house. and she's my little fairy cub. We gotta hear a Lisa Rival oh, howl. A little goblin. Go you gotta do it. All right, let's little hear goblin a goblin sounds. howl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was good. so good. Okay. Right. So the wolf and the goblin. <laughs> <laughs> you got that so good. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up this segment. Uh, Have a wonderful rest of whatever time of day it is for you guys. Thank you always for getting stoned and and mind blown. And uh, you remember, have a higher train of thought. And welcome to our side of the tracks. This is Mandy. This is Lisa. Signing out. (laughs)